Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, your podcast platform proudly brings to you, Mid-Peasants, the best podcast in the world, with your hosts, The Fluff Brendan and The Star Catherine, The Mid-Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at The Mid-Podcast and on YouTube at The Mid-Podcast 6436. Make sure you add those numbers. And if you want to support the show, you can do so by becoming a Patreon member. Go to patreon.com forward slash the mid podcast and select a tier that fits you where you have access to our random shit episodes. You can also cash app the show, dollar sign the mid podcast, or you can go to the midpodcast.com and get you some mid podcast merchandise. We've added some new items like our Nana story. And what the hell, mom, items. So go check that out. Every little amount helps us continue the show and allows us to go to cool events like WrestleCade. Now, it's time to entertain our mid-peasants with some... Hello, amazing people. We're back. Hola. Once again. Yes. For your listening pleasure. AEW. As always. From last week. And now. Fuck. I forgot what I was going to say. Help me figure out what I was going to say, Mom. Um, I'm sorry. I'm looking at Will Ospreay's ass right at the moment. Well, nobody cares about Will Ospreay's ass at the current time and moment. We have wrestling news to talk about. Well, let's talk about... Oh, we need to start off with... um, Why is there an echo? Um, We need to start off with uh, some sorrow news. Does that work? Is it better? Yeah. Um I think my button was messed up. Um I still hear echo. It's okay. Um the Iron Sheik passed away early this morning or it was na- announced this morning. Yeah, I did not expect that today. That sucks for his family. Well, he was old. He was eighty one and he had had health problems for a while. But but in current Hogan style, I mean, in current Iron Sheik style, fuck Hulk Hogan. I agree with that sentence. Fuck Hulk Hogan. That's what he always tweeted out. Um, I don't know. I'm, still hearing... I'm not hearing it, so do I have to come check your soundboard? No, let me play. Let me play with it. You see the big echo button? It's already a zero dipshit. I got. I think I got it now. It don't. Sound, yeah, it don't sound like that now. Okie dokie. So, random wrestling stuff and news. Um, you start me. Start. This is one of the things I have, and it's from Sports Illustrated talking about Forbidden Door. In regards to Forbidden Door, multiple sources sources close to Tony Khan have confirmed that there were significant discussions with Mercedes Monet 
which bodes well for a potential AEW appearance in the future. Yay. So, I'm very excited about that. That's something we could talk about when we review Transformers. Uh, Trying to see if I have anything else. You like my titles, all my collectible titles in the background? And my background's cooler. My background's more expensive. I don't know about that. I don't know what budget across the Spider-Verse had. What else you got? Uh... Danielson versus Okada is announced for Forbidden Door 2. Same with Omega and Osprey. Who? Who's Okada? Oh, stop it. Why are we even getting this match? There's no story. There's no build-up. I need story. I need build-up. Oh, stop complaining, woman. Stop complaining, woman. I'm not complaining. I know who Okada is. I know. I'm just messing with you. But... I'm just being a typical ignorant IWC person. That's all the stuff I have. So, I think like the first two or three things I have are just your opinions and questions. Okay. So, looking back, what is your opinion of the Thunderdome? I didn't watch wrestling a lot in 2020. I didn't like it without fans. It was weird. But, I will say, I did do the little thing, you my bobber. And I wasn't on TV. But I was in the Thunderdome watching WWE one night. Thing was for Monday Night Raw. Cool. So that's cool. I did that. That was like the only thing I kind of cared about. I think it was a good invention given the circumstances. Given the circumstances, it was. And I do like using the Thunderdome Arena in 2K because just something about it, I find it cool. Mm. Nice. Support but, my other podcast people. Show off my shirt today. But, I mean, I would watch the pay-per-views. I just wouldn't watch Raw or SmackDown or NXT. I would just watch the pay-per-views. Yeah, I used to be like that. I would only watch the pay-per-views. And then Uncle Red would watch all the, like, Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, and he'd catch me up to speed if I had a question. But, like, I would keep up with it on Instagram, since they post highlights of it and stuff. But I Mm -hmm. just didn't watch it. I couldn't watch wrestling without fans. It felt too weird. Mm. So my next question for you, 
what is the all-time best catchphrase in WWE history? Suck it. A hundred percent. Suck it. I think it was between that and Road Dog coming out saying, yo, ass better call somebody. I think it's suck it. I just like that because that's how your grandpa would come home at 7 o'clock in the morning when he got off a third shift. You hear him in the garage yelling that. <laughs> and your grandma would go, well, Doug's home. What else do you got? My next question is pertaining to AEW. Okay. So if you're TK, are you building a division around Willow Nightingale? Yes. Not right now, but soon I would start building it around Willow. I mean, you built Ring of Honor around Athena. I can't say who the AEW roster is built around right now for the women's side of things. DMD. Might as well say it. Everybody Very knows good. it. He answered it for me. But yeah. I Willow will be an AEW women's champion in like the next two to three years. I can see that. I can see that. What else do you got? Um I'm going to read quote Will Osprey's message to Kenny Omega and tell me what you think of it. So Will Osprey sent a message to Kenny Omega and says Kenny Omega, I'm the guy you left covered in my own blood at the Tokyo Dome. You should have killed me when you had the chance. I'm back for revenge. Oops, hold on. I will walk into your territory, bro. I will walk into Canada. So now we're going to have Osprey versus Canada. And he is bringing the IWGP US title back with him. When did Canada ever get a wheel? Uh, I don't know. You do know, Will, that Nova Scotia is a providence of Britain. And Canada still obeys a lot of Britain laws. So they kind of like your fellow countrymen. You being rude to them. Yeah, I don't know. This is a picture of Tanahashi I didn't need to see. But I saw it. So now you have to see it. I'm sending you a text message. Yeah. That's Tanahashi for you. Let's see. Trying to see if there is any other wrestling news. Okay, then. Oh, I got some other stuff. Okay. The time wasted this week watching commercials during your favorite wrestling shows. 
Oh yeah, we we talked about this the other day. Or not on the podcast, but we we discussed we discussed it amongst ourselves. Mm-hmm. So WWE Raw was two hours, one minute, and thirty-one seconds. You had almost an hour of commercials in a three-hour show. Dynamite was one hour and 48 minutes and three seconds with 12 minutes of commercials in a two-hour show. SmackDown was one hour, 24 minutes and 43 seconds. You had 36 minutes of commercials in a two-hour show. And AEW Rampage was 52 minutes and one second. And you had eight minutes of commercials in a one-hour show. Yeah. I don't know. Commercials ruin TV. Hey, how many commercials were in Ring of Honor? Zero. (laughs) But, um, I can't find any other wrestling news. Hmm... So, let me run down this card and tell me what you think. So, if AEW and Impact did a Forbidden Door show, what matchups would you like to see? So, I'm going to run down this card and tell me what you think. Macklin versus Moxley. Perrazzo versus Sheeta. Okay. Trinity versus Athena. Yeah. The Young Bucks versus MCMG. Yeah. Josh Alexander versus Hangman. I'd rather see Josh Alexander take on somebody else. Mike Bailey Mike Bailey versus Kenny Omega. Yeah. Jonathan Gresham versus Brian Danielson. Okay. Trey Miguel versus Darby Allen. Do Trey Miguel versus Takeshita. I would enjoy that match more. Laredo Kid versus Tyrus versus Phoenix versus Bandito. Say Tyrus? Not Tyrus. Black Tarus? Mm-hmm. Sure. I don't know. There's just, like, not... Impact's good, just... I mean... When it comes to... Oh, shoot. I think we didn't do that. I don't know. You can't really build an Impact versus AEW card. I mean, it would probably be a fine show, and some of the matches on it would be good, but it wouldn't be as good as AEW versus New Japan. Well, no, but we were just throwing it out there. I cannot confirm or deny that I might have a picture of MJF's ass on my phone. Anyways, moving on. I wish I would have seen this before we did our Double or Nothing review because I have the 
star ratings for Double or Nothing. They haven't came out with the pay-per-view buys, have they? Mm, officially, I haven't heard. Let me run over these. The the Dave Meltzer star ratings for Double or Nothing? Uh, not really. Okay. Because Dave Meltzer has his opinions and I have mine. Oh, I do have a list of AEW pay-per-view buys from 2019 to present, if you want to discuss. Mm. Which one do you think is the highest? All Out 2021. And how many buys do you think All Out 2021 had? Over 200k. It had 205 That's how many it had. Next, you have Revolution 2022 with 160. Damn. But no, I figured all out. All out 2022 with 140. And Revolution 2023 with 130. I figured it would be all out 20. 21 since oh my bad full gear 2021 had 145 anyways figure it would be all out 2021 since you know that was punk's first match back in wrestling after seven years double or nothing in 2019 did 98,000 buys in 2020 it did 105 in 21, it did 115. In 22, it did 150. And then this year, they estimated it only did 135,000. Henceforth, need to move the shit out of Las Vegas. Well, as you said yesterday, that Ticket, or not ticket prices to the show, but plane ticket prices were insane. Yeah, because you have it on Memorial Weekend, and any time that you have holiday, everybody ups the price. Except it's, it's a big travel year. thing. Same thing, they'll do the 4th of July, because they know people go on vacation July 4th, so your gas prices will go up, your airplane tickets will go up, your See, hotels plane, go though, up. They had it on the same day last year. And people were bitching about the same thing. But it sold out. So. And also the economy was better. Anyways. What's next? Uh, We can go ahead and get into it. I don't want to discuss that. I'm going to delete that. Okay. It's time for Dynamite Rampage. Yes. And? And what? I just said and. Oh. I was like, there wasn't a battle of the bells last week, was there? In case I was asleep and missed it. Yeah, fuckhead fell asleep on me. I stayed up and watched New Japan Dominion. I was fucking exhausted. 
I figured it. If anybody would fall asleep, it would have been me. No, it was you. And I went to church the next morning. Hey, I got to see the match I wanted to see, and that was the Osprey match. Hey, David Finley's a very boring fucking person, and he put me to sleep. Honey, you was asleep way before that match. No, no. Yeah. No, I yes. wasn't. No, yes. I wasn't. I remembered the David Finley match. Yes, I think you might have woken up, but you were out before then. Yep. I took like a 20-minute nap. Mm-hmm. Checking your eyelids for cracks. Yeah. Mm, sure. I had, a, I had a intergalactic space call <laughs> with my eyesight. What? <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck are you talking about? Anyways. Guess it's time to get into Dynamite live from San Diego. Yay. Shout out to the San Diego crowd, though. They were fucking great. Better than the Vegas crowd. The Vegas crowd for Dynamite and the Vegas crowd for Double or Nothing sucked ass. You stop bitching about Vegas. It's done and over with. Nope. Crowd sucked ass. So we start Dynamite off with the BCC versus the Lucha Brothers and Bandito. The best thing about this is they got Bandito away from the best friends. Yay. And that blood-sucking, suck-face Orange Cassidy. He's not a fucking vampire. Jesus, fuck. I don't know. Jesus did not fuck because Jesus was a virgin. Are you sure about that? Mm, According to the Bible. However, other people have different theories. I thought Mary was the virgin. I mean, guys can be virgins too, dipshit. Look at you. I'm also 20. There's a difference. Most guys have done hit it and quit it at least 20 times by the time they're 18. Well, guess what? I don't give a fuck. I got other shit to worry about. I got more important stuff to worry about. Video games? Yes! And wrestling! Okay. And comic books! Let's get into this. We get Brian Danielson on commentary. Penta's a brave soul getting up in the face of John Moxley. We have chaos starting off. All of the men are in the ring. They begin to throw hands on each other. The Lucha Brothers try to fly and they get caught by the BCC. Utah sends Bandito into the barricade. And all of this took place before the match officially started. Keep talking. I have to fix this. And yeah, Brendan's got to fix this, his hair. So he's got his headband over his eyes, which makes his face look better. I heard that, asshole. 
Anyways. You're welcome, cocksucker. I'm not. Anyways, we have Yuta and Bandito in the ring, and the rest are fighting outside the ring. We have Bandito with a vertical suplex who holds Yuta up for a full minute as the crowd counts to 60. We have Claudio and Mox taking out by the Lucha Brothers. Bandito gets a two count after that vertical on Yuta. Penta with a nice backstabber on Claudio. Bandito was in this match for a very good amount of time. He finally makes the tag to Phoenix. Yuta gets the pin on Bandito and the BCC gets the win. Um, I kind of enjoy them letting Yuta get the pins. So now he has pinned Bandito and one Kenny Omega. Hmm. Kind of seems like they're building their future stars. Unlike another certain company that's not building their future stars. I do have a nitpick, though. What? Can the BCC get their own entrance music, though? Like, when they all come out together? No. Instead of using Mox's music? No. Unless Mikey Ruckus is working on it. Which, who knows? He could be. Tweet him and ask. But if they don't get their own music, what song fits the BCC the best? Ooh. I would say Highway to Hell if if ACDC didn't want so fucking much. Yeah, I would say Back in Black because they always wear black most of the time. Yeah. I don't know. We might have to answer that question for next week. I'm going to write. Hold on. Let me get a different color to write that down. I. It would have to be like some hair nation. Not, uh, not hair nation. Uh, hair rock band. Good evening. You know what? We should put that out on Twitter and see what our Twitter followers have to say about it. Welcome to the jungle would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to put that out on Twitter and see what we come up with and discuss it next week. Next, we get an elite promo. They ask how they're doing after getting their asses handed to them at Double or Nothing. Um... Dark Order interrupts and says that Hangman is hanging with his new BFFs. Um, Marvez asks Hangman about Omega, who says that he's not there. Um, and that, yes, he's out of the country, but he is not in Canada. And then Hangman takes off to go look for Dark Order. Well, he's not in Japan either. Is he in Mexico? Maybe. The UK? Maybe. I don't know, man. Maybe he's in Jamaica taking a vacation. Guess we'll find out tonight. Maybe. So, are they setting up Dark Order and the Elite? Probably. Next, we get a Jay White and Rock Hard Juice Robinson promo. 
Kyle Carr, Juice Robinson. You would have to ask Tony Storm about that. <laughs> and they proceed to say that Ricky Starks thinks that he's on top of the world after eliminating them at the Double or Nothing Battle Royal. Juice grabs the mic and says, that brings us to FTR and why they saved Ricky. Then okay. Jay White says, Ricky! And Jay White says, that FTR are Southern boys, says they are slow, look dumb, sound pretty dumb, didn't think they were dumb enough to get involved in bang bang gang business. I'd like some bang bang gang business from Jay White. No. Moving on. Doesn't Jay White have a family? Does he have a wife and kid? Last year. Does he? he just got married last year. I thought he had a kid, too. Not that I'm aware of, unless they had it before they got married. Hmm. Or he knocked some other hoe up. But, um... Oh, shit. Wrong thing. I wouldn't be upset with Jay White and Juice Robinson winning tag team gold. We're gonna talk about that. I got that noted down. So, FTR's music hits... Um, Bullet Club uses Tony Schiavone as a blockage for FTR to not attack them. Smart move. Um, Jay goes, they are dumb enough. Juice says they are here to apologize. Um, then Jay White says they're here because they want to join Bullet Club Gold, and all they had to do was ask nicely. And Jay goes to hand the microphone to FTR, but he drops it. And Juice hits a cheap shot on one of them. Then Ricky Starks comes running down to save FTR with a chair in hand. And Starks proceeds to tell Jay White that he will finish him at Dynamite next week, tonight, and calls him a punk-ass bitch. Yes. I enjoyed this. Wouldn't mind seeing Bing Bang Gang with some gold around their waist. Um, I do think this will lead to a six-man tag match at Forbidden Door with Ricky Starks and FTR taking on Jay White, Juice Robinson. I I still think Alpha Tasmo is showing up. Still think it's CLP. Damn, where is it? Oh, here it is. I agree. They're going to end up... Cause if you put Starks with FTR, you're going to have to have another member of Bullet Club. Oh, Phantasmo makes the most sense to me. And that's what everybody is saying. What else happened after? Oh. Since we're talking about Juice Robinson, who happens to be married to Tony Storm, my friend Bobby sent me this gift of The Rock putting Vince McMahon's face into Rakishi's ass. To which I replied to him, that would be you in Tony Storm's booty. Where he goes, you're not wrong. Then I proceeded to tell him that he would take a hip attack 
And he goes, R Storm Zero. I, then I replied to him and said, then you would counter with a dick attack attacking her pussy. Then I dropped an interesting fact and told him that she was bisexual. To which he replied and said, I would be too if I were with Dunce Juice Robinson. Anyways, moving on. Then I told him it could be worse. She could be married to MJF. Oh, he would love that. Don't know if he'd still be a fan. He would love that. Then we get the collision announcement, which everybody knew, so it really wasn't a big surprise. Then... My eyes. What do you see? Punk's back. Officially now. You know what? I see him costing AEW a shit ton of money. A private company. Who cares? Well, if they cost Daddy too much money, Daddy will shut the shit down. Just saying. So they announced that Punk will be back and there were a lot of booze in the crowd. The San Diego crowd doesn't know pure wrestling. I t- kind of agree with the booing part of the crowd. Most people are over CM Punk and his little childish bullshit games. I just miss CM Punk again. Anyways, and yeah, even with the punk announcement, tickets for Collision ain't moving like they thought they were outside of Chicago. So, moving on, we have Tramperetta versus Big Bill versus Swerve Strickland. So, Big Bill's been looking good lately. They've been kind of giving him a push. He's been on more, which it's not bad for a big man. Then I put, please kick Trent's ass. I don't care if it's Bill or Swerve. I put Swerve is going to go after Orange Cassidy's title. He should already be champ after that bullshit from Double or Nothing. Trent and Bill going after each other. Swerve just chilling around the ring. Trent sends Swerve into the ring for Big Bill and you hear Trent say, kill him. Trent and Swerve need to work together to take down Bill because neither one can really do it on their own. We see Big Bill standing tall in the middle of the ring. They begin fighting outside the ring. Big Bill's in control. Swerve and Trent work together to slam Bill from the middle rope. Swerve takes out Bill and he pins Trent for the win. Yay! Swerve push. Swerve push. Give Swerve the title tonight. Tonight. Yes, give Swerve the title tonight because Swerve has that universal appeal where he can show up somewhere with the title on his shoulders, you know, like, I don't know, the Grammys, the BET Awards. He got, like, the Jay Cargill appeal. He's a mogul. Mm Mm-hmm. But, um, about this little nice triple threat match was fun. I enjoyed it. 
and sort of one, so that makes it even cooler. Next, we get the Don Callis promo, which everybody was waiting for to hear what Don Callis had to say. Boo! That is exactly what the crowd was doing. Don Callis came out with Uh, one Kenoshe Takeshita. Boo! Um... You can't continue. I wrote down in my notes that Takeshita was looking good like a noodle sliding down my throat. (laughs) He could put his noodle down my throat any day. That's racist. That's racist. Just saying. Just saying. That might be racist. No. Calling his penis a noodle? He is an Asian man. He's a nice looking Asian man. Anyways, moving on. Who came out there shirtless? I mean, a girl's gotta look. So Callus tries to talk, but the crowd is booing so loud. That he can't speak. He got like that Dom heat, except I think his is worse than Dominic's. Um, Tony Schiavone says he has a new protege, referring to Takeshita. Callis says that he is the victim and that he hopes that the booze the crowd is giving is for Kenny Omega. Says he is the reason Omega held titles and that Omega chose his friends and that he blames Omega for the scar on his head. He also blames Omega for destroying his family and says he may have lost a nephew, but he gained a son and looks at Takeshita. Then Takeshita gets the microphone and speaking in Japanese says he will eliminate the elite and Kenny Omega. Interesting. So, are we getting blood and guts with BCC and Takeshita versus Elite and Ibushi? I hope. Also, got to mention that uh, Don Kyler said Takeshita is better than Omega, Okada, Anoki, and someone else. I was, I had that in my notes. I hadn't got there yet. But anyway. But who's Okada? Stop talking. And this podcast will be really boring because you fucking don't take notes and talk. That's a fucking lie. I took notes. On Spider-Man because you liked it. I asked you to take notes on wrestling today so I could get some work done. But no, I had to take time out of doing my grad school work to watch Dynamite and Rampage to take notes. And so this is why the notes are a little short because I had to rush through it to get through the shit. And here it is for almost 4.30 and we're recording. You're fine. You're fine. Moving on. 
I like me some Hill Takeshita. Boo! You know why one gets more heat? Why they get more heat than Dom? I'm piped in. Oh, did I say that? Did I say that loud? Even though, when he did try to talk in Greensboro, the boos were loud in the arena. That they were. Everywhere else, they might be piped in. But when they were in Greensboro, it didn't sound like it. Well, also, of course it didn't sound like it. Because we were in the arena. We didn't watch it on TV. Oh, I forgot. While we were talking about Collision. Collision will be coming to Greensboro in August. I can't hear you. And guess who will be there? I can't hear you. Guess who will be there? Here's the girl. This girl is going to be there. Moving on. Moving Just saying. On. Just saying. This girl going to be on. there. If I got to go alone. What happened after the Takeshita Don Callis segment? I don't know. I was too busy looking at his noodle going in my mouth. Our next match, we have the Gates of Agony. Versus Darby Allen and Orange Cassidy. Woohoo! And fuckhead of AEW. That's what I'm gonna start calling him. The fuckhead of AEW. No. That's yep. Don Callis. No, I like Don Callis. I'm Don, Don Callis, Callis is fan. a sneaky son of a bitch. That's why I like him. He's a bastard. So are you, but we don't complain. He's a bitch. So are you, but we don't complain. He's a dickhead. So are you, but we don't complain. <laughs> Moving on. Get into the match. Break it down. Why? 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 Because Orange Cassidy is fucking good, and you're just gonna have to sit there and deal with it every time he's on TV. If you don't like it, turn the shit off and don't watch. I pay the motherfucking bills, so I'll do what the fuck I want to. So if I want to sit there and watch it complain, I will. So shut the fuck up. They aren't a tag team. Why the fuck are you putting Darby Allen and Arch Cassidy together? This ain't a. This is not WWE. You don't just throw two fucking people together and say, "Oh, they're a tag team." If you've been paying attention to the House Rules Tour, you would know they would be tagging on there. Yet again, stupid! You just say Orange Cassidy. I don't bitch about many things my man does, because, you know, I think he's got, like, the best wrestling brain. But, baby, this no, baby, this is wrong, 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 wrong. It's just not. You're just... Salty that somebody else doesn't have the title. We know Steve's put on good matches for this title. And uh, what? What? One? 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 More than one. Against. Against. Oh, he didn't even have the title when he had that match. He's had more than one. You just hate Orange Cassidy and you think everything he does sucks besides the Osprey Name- match. Besides the Osprey match, name me a good, uh, another good 
Orange Cassidy match. Him versus Daniel Garcia. Him versus Wheeler Yuta. Okay, I'll give you the Yuta match. It was good. Him versus Buddy Matthews. He should not have won that fucking match. Buddy Matthews should have kicked his ass. On the street, Buddy Matthews would have kicked his ass within like a second. Guess what? We're not on the streets. We're in a... Moving on. We're... I, I wouldn't say the Buddy Matthews match was a good match. It was a good match, and it goes into this thing that I said last week. There are people who have wrestling shows who will just hate on something because, because of one person. You shouldn't be like that. Don't hate on the show because of one person. Do I hate on AEW because of one person? No. I am a big fan. I'm just not a fan of Orange Cassidy. But if you let me continue on what I was going to say, even though it might be good, they will still say it's bad because of the person in the match. That's what you do. I gave you the Yuta match. I disagreed with the Buddy Matthews match. The Buddy Matthews match was very good. Same thing with the Battle Royal. That was a good match. Oh, no, that was a shit show. If you want to hear my rant, go listen to our Double or Nothing review. But no, there is people who will just tape something because of one person. And no, you shouldn't be like that. The fucking... I could have shit all over the Pillars 4 way because I don't like Sammy Guevara. Guess what? I thought it was the second best match of the night because it was. And Sammy Guevara is a really damn good fucking wrestler. I don't like the dude personally, but he is a great wrestler. And I admit when Orange Cassidy has good matches, Wheeler Yuta, Will Ospreay. He's had more than those, mother. Mm, Not to me. We're moving on. We're done having this conversation because you know I'm right. And you just no. no, you just don't want to admit that I'm right. You're not right. You, I will go to cage match right now and find all of the fucking matches that OC has had. Do you want mm-hmm. me to do that? Why don't you do something decent? Yeah, why don't you go do that? Do it right now, motherfucker. I will continue discussing the match. Also, at least this fuckhead didn't start the show. We have Bishop Khan attacking Darby, Toa, and OC starting off. Kick his ass, Toa. Darby takes out Khan. OC makes a tag. Toa takes out Darby. Darby comes flying off the rope and gets a crack back from Toa. I thought Toa killed poor Darby. We have uh, Brian Cage and Swerve sitting at the top of the ramp watching the match with Prince Nana. Um, I put no fucking way Orange Cassidy can be either Khan or Toa. Darby hits the coffin drop, gets the pin on Khan. I will say I'm glad they didn't let Orange Cassidy get the pin. It's a little more believable with Darby. Then Swerve and Cage begin walking down to the ring. Sting's music hits. Sting comes out with a bat. And at near the end of the or at the end of the match, you see the referee slide Orange Cassidy his title after the match as Sting and Darby stand in the ring. Uh that was very, very bad on the cameraman's part. 
your thoughts on this match between the fake tag team and a true tag team? That's what we're calling it. Well, the match was good. I enjoyed it. Saw Gates of Agony, uh, Agony look strong, which they didn't win, but I would still say they got put over, making a strong case for themselves. And they look good. That is why they are two-thirds of the six-man tag champions of Ring of Honor. Okay. We will go through Orange Cassidy's matches with the All-Atlantic title. So, in his first defense, it was Orange Cassidy versus Roosh and Preston. A good match. Then it was another three-way, this time against Luchasaurus and Ray Phoenix. I'm going to be honest. I don't remember that match. The Roosh, I don't either. The Roosh and Preston match, yes, I remember that one. Orange Cassidy versus Shibata. That was a good match for the title. Mm. I'll give you that one. Orange Cassidy versus Lee Johnson. Don't remember that one. Orange Cassidy. Oh, he's versus... on Wrestle K too. Orange Cassidy versus Jake Hager. That one I don't remember. If I'm being honest with you, Orange Cassidy versus Q T Marshall in the Lumberjack match. That one I kind of remember. Uh, let's see. Oh, Orange Cassidy versus Trent Seven. That was a good match. I enjoyed that one. Plus, I like. Trent I'll give you Seven. that one. Uh. Orange Cassidy versus Champ Beretta, which was a good match. Orange Cassidy versus Kip Sabian, which was another good match. Which Kip should have won. It was bullshit. Orange Cassidy versus Jay Lethal was a good match. Orange Cassidy versus Lee Moriarty, which got 11 minutes and was a good match. Orange Cassidy versus Wheeler Yuta. That was a good match. We already talked about that one. Oh, yeah. Orange Cassidy versus Big Bill for the title. That was good, too. I don't remember that one. Uh, Orange Cassidy versus Jay Lethal again. Orange Cassidy versus Jeff Jarrett. Orange Cassidy versus The Butcher. Orange Cassidy versus Dralistico, which was another good match. Orange Cassidy versus Buddy one. Matthews, which was a good match. Orange Cassidy versus Bandito, which went 15 minutes. Wow, that was a good match. Orange Cassidy yeah, versus Daniel one. Garcia. Oh, Orange yeah. Cassidy versus Kyle Fletcher. That was a good match. Yeah, I'll give you that one. And that was no, Fletcher carried that match. Besides the battle royal, that was his last title defense or singles title defense. Oh wait, yeah, I... Kyle Fletcher carried that match. But no, the dude has been a workhorse with this title, and he's been really good with it. So, yeah. Anyways, moving on. Then we get a MJF promo. Says that there is no competition left for him and that nobody is on the level as the devil. I agree. So who's going to be his next competitor? 
I kind of want it to be a Sonata. Who? Sonata. Your IWGP Heavyweight Champion? He ain't wrestling no Japanese guy. He don't even watch New Japan. Too fucking bad. If TK tells him to do his fucking job, he better fucking do his job. I don't care if you watch the company or not. If you get told you have to wrestle this dude by the company that pays your checks, you better wrestle that dude. I don't give a fuck who you are. You could be Roman Reigns. And if Triple H or Vince McMahon tells you, hey, you're wrestling this guy, you better fucking do it. And if not, you deserve to lose your job. Yeah, don't work that way. Anyhow. Ooh, or Naito. MJF versus Naito. Yeah. Ooh. I think it's to be Adam Cole. MJF versus Tanahashi. He's not wrestling anybody from New Japan. He done told you that. Unless TK tells him that he has to, and if not, he's getting that title stripped. I don't think TK would make him. Next, we get Hook. Um, I'm not sure if Hook was supposed to come out at this time, but he does. And Tony Schiavone asks what's next for Hook. As Hook is getting ready to answer, he is interrupted by everyone's favorite assistant, Jose. Jose! We love Jose. Jose! Ole. It says the only way LFI gets any TV time is if they take it. He apologizes for interrupting Hook. And says, and Preston and Drillistico begin walking to the ring. Says, Roosh is too dangerous to be on TV, and he is not there. Press and Drillistico begin beating down Hook. Then Jack Perry comes out with a chair to help Hook. And Jose ends up in the ring and takes a suplex from Hook. You should sue Hook. I did text Jose and make sure he was okay. Is Jose okay? Jose was okay. Good. We love Jose. Jose is funny. We, we love Jose. Jose and Nyla have the best Twitter accounts. Mm-hmm. Then we get an Outcast promo. Um, I put... That title looks great on Tony Storm, much, much better than it did on Jamie Hayter. Renee asks Stop Storm, talking. how does it feel this time? And she replies, Tony Storm replies and says, look at me, I'm having a great time. And says she is a fighting champion. Yeah, until all in. She's not having mm-hmm. that title passed all in. Next, we have Chris Statlander versus Nyla Rose, uh, who shouldn't be champion, which is this is ridiculous. Statlander looked very slow in the ring, and this is your champ. Mm. Nyla should have kicked her ass in about hold 20 on, seconds. On. What the fuck are you on about? We watched two completely different matches then. We watched two completely different matches if you thought Statlander looked bad. I said she looked slow. I didn't say she looked bad. That's the same thing, basically. No. 
then we watched two different matches. Can I continue? Yes, I'm just saying that. You're also very biased. You like Statlander too. We have Nyla with a nice slam on Statlander. Statlander gets the win, of course. We see Taya Valkyrie in the back looking on and looking really pissed as Taya Valkyrie should have been your champion and not Chris Statlander. But it is what it is. Well, you knew they were going to put the title on Statlander anyway, so stop complaining about it. Everybody knew it was going to happen. Then we move to our main event, which is a mixed tag match between Soraya and Chris Jericho versus Britt Baker and Adam Cole. Thought it was a great match. It was a good match. I wasn't a fan of Britt and Cole's gear, though. And the UNC colors. Ain't doing it, buddy. I love you, UNC. I love you, Adam. Never bring back the UNC. And if you're going to go blue, gotta throw maize in it. Gotta go maize in blue, baby. Or go Honolulu blue and silver. Just don't do Manchester City colors. Or UNC colors. Thank you. I'm going UNC colors. That's why I didn't like it. All right. City does share the same colors with you. I know City shares the same colors. That's why I only like like when they wear white jerseys or black jerseys. Cole and Jericho start off. Jericho with forearms to Cole. Then Cole with chops to Jericho. They begin fighting outside the ring. So Soraya comes in, which means Britt has to come in. Britt begins teeing off on Soraya. Britt goes to the rope. Jericho grabs her leg and takes her down. It allows Soraya to get control of the match. Britt puts the lockjaw on Jericho, which was kind of funny. Jericho deserves his ass being kicked by Britt Baker. Jericho gets a super kick from Baker and Cole, and Cole pins Jericho for the win. I do got one beef for this match. That is. Uh, the second time Baker and Soraya were in the ring and they were throwing forearms, Baker's forearms were really bad. Really bad. Yeah. Like, it, it made wrestling look fake. Like, we know it's fake, but it's, yeah, no. I, I'll give you that one. Yeah. Outside of that, Britt was fine during this match, though. Yeah, outside of that, she did she did good, and I liked the match. And I'm not opposed to seeing more intergender matches. And I'm not opposed to seeing women going against men in a ring. Which you could get. In AEW, Fight Forever, coming Fight out June 29th, which you can pre-order now on PlayStation, Xbox, and the Nintendo Switch. Still can't pre-order on PC yet, though. You know they're not sponsoring us, so why are you doing that? Maybe one day? Maybe. And that was Dynamite. Fighters at the week has been postponed. What's been postponed? The Detroit Tigers baseball game. Oh, why? Uh, I don't know. I could find out, though. I, they that have caught off the Yankees game tonight, though. But yeah, what's going on up there? 
Uh, so Canada is having wildfires. And the air conditioning. Okay, so that's why. Tonight's game between the Phillies and the Tigers has been rescheduled due to the air quality in the Philadelphia area. The game will be made up on Thursday, June 8th. Yeah, keep talking. I'll be right back. Uh, let's see. The Yankees canceled their game yet? I would assume so. Ta-ta-ta. Yes. The Yankees game has been postponed to tomorrow. Which, I don't think the air quality is going to get any better, fellas. So... Guess they'll play it another time. I have no idea where she went, by the way. What? I just said I had no idea where you went, by the way. Whose Amazon packages? Your Nana and Popo. So I guess that means I'll have to take them over there. Yeah, and we should con them into taking us to dinner tonight. I'm in the mood for skids. Well, won't you text your Popo and tell him you're in the mood for skids? That we should go to Skids for dinner. You better hurry and do it because it's 4.45. So, moving on. We have Rampage. Which was a bunch of belts from all different promotions being defended. What? It was the New Japan Strong Women's title. The Ring of Honor tier title. Triple A and the New Japan TV title. TV uh yeah. You better text him now because it's 4.45. So we start off with Vikingo, Commander, and Realistico all going for Vikingo's AAA title. We have Commander and Realistico teaming up on Vikingo. Realistico is looking good. Sends Commander into the barricade. It's going to be a high-flying match, so if you don't like flip, flip, flippy, floppy matches, this match ain't for you. I personally like this kind of match. Then we have Dralistico and Commander going at it as Vikingo is laying out on the floor. Vikingo gets back in the match. Dralistico takes a boot to the face. Vikingo with a Phoenix Splash on Dralistico gets a two count because Commander breaks it up. Dralistico and Vikingo begin to exchange chops and Vikingo retains his AAA title. Uh, Yes, I did enjoy this match. Um, I love the flippy stuff. Which, also, I think in Fight Forever, we should get Lucha, a Lucha door pack that has a Vikingo and etc. I think that would be cool. Anyways, what's next? Next, we have a promo from Jay Lethal and crew. Um, and says that um, there's been talk of them being fined or suspended and that they shouldn't be the ones fined or suspended that it should be Aubrey Edwards I agree she should be suspended permanently Aubrey did nothing then Mark Briscoe Rose what? Aubrey didn't do nothing wrong at double or nothing Karen Jerry's the one who got her panties in a knot 
Briscoe rolls up and says he assures them that there will be no suspensions as he's talked to his main man, TK, because if you are suspended, you will not be here. Then you will not be here, will not be able, oh, then we will not be able to give you the ass whooping you deserve. Lethal starts talking. Briscoe says, shut up. We ain't talking to you. We are talking to you and you, pointing at Jeff Jarrett and DSL. I mean, Karen Angle. DSL asks, who is we? And horse face cunt bitch whore rolls up. DSL says, you want this? I see nothing between us but air and opportunity. And they begin choking each other. They are really making me going to pull for fucking Karen Jarrett. Karen Angle, sorry. I mean, that line she said is pretty fucking... That's a badass line. All I see between me and you is air and opportunity. That's a fucking cold-ass line. I'll give her that. That, sounds, that, you, that, that sounds like a real housewife's tagline. That That's a badass line. I will give Karen Jarrett her props. That's a cold-ass line. So we're going to fucking get Aubrey Edwards and Mark Briscoe in a fucking match against Jarrett and Karen Angle. At least it's not a dynamite. Mm, this better be a fucking house show. Nobody wants to do this shit on TV. Next, we have Action Andretti going against Zack Sabre Jr. for your NJPW TV title. Match was very good. Zack is showing off his technical skills and he is using those skills to keep Andra- um, Andrade- Andretti grounded. Uh, Sabre using a wrist hold to keep Andrade down. Andretti off of the rope with a splash into a nice Hurricane Rada. Then he does a tope and sends Sabre into the barricade. However, Sabre goes back to the arm and shoulder, which he had been working on. And Sabre retains and gets the win. Nice. Next, we have Emmy Sakura versus everybody's favorite Willow Nightingale. Title looks good on Willow. JR wishes Mercedes a speedy recovery. Like, I know that title was made for Mercedes, but that title looks really damn good around Willow. I don't know if it's just it's purple and it fits, like, Willow's personality, but that title looks pretty damn good around Willow. I do have one nitpick in this match. That is? Taz not dropping some bars to Willow's theme music. Taz wasn't on commentary. He was on commentary. Oh, yeah. This was Rampage. They need somebody on there to uh, drop some bars. Should I have Caprice on? So, Emmy tries to take down Willow. Willow with a shoulder tackle takes down Emmy. Emmy tries to bring Willow back in the ring the hard way, but Willow is too strong. Emmy throws Willow into the barricade outside the ring. Willow is back in control, and she retains. I thought the match was good. I did, too. Emmy Sakura needs more TV time. Yes, now that they've got rid of Dark, because she was a staple on Dark. Yep. You can even throw Emmy on... Ring of Honor. I would be fine with that. 
Just let Amy Sakura beat the fuck out of people. I love Amy Sakura. Which most people do love Amy. Amy mm-hmm. is a badass. Mm-hmm. Next, we have our Ring of Honor Pure Championship, which is Lee Moriarty versus Shibata. Which, fun rule that I didn't know. Big Bill went to the back. And I didn't know if you interfered with this match, your contract gets terminated. I did not know that. Yes, I heard them announce that several times on Ring of Honor. Shibata should kick his ass because Moriarty is not on Shibata's level. They begin grappling on the mat. Shibata with a headlock on Moriarty. Moriarty already uses a rope break within a minute of the match. Moriarty with kicks to Shibata in the corner. Shibata with a figure four on Moriarty working on his knee. He uses his second rope break. Shibata with shots to Moriarty. Moriarty uses his final rope break. Shibata hits the sleeper and then into a pin. And Shibata wins. And then Daniel Garcia comes out and he is standing face-to-face to Shibata. So we're probably eventually going to get them on Ring of Honor or Death on before Rampage Dynamite. Question mark? Death Before Dishonor's coming out. Um, Rampage was really fucking good this week. That's what Rampage yeah, should every be. Every match on Rampage was a cheat code. That That's what Rampage should be. Every week. Just random fucking matches. With great wrestlers. I have to have a story and I have to have build up. You can't just throw fucking matches on a wrestling show. That's not how it works. It's a fucking wrestling show that you're supposed to wrestle on. We don't need a 30 minute main event of some dude talking for celebrating a thousand day reign that's been nothing but his cousin saving his ass. And nothing happening in that besides something everybody knew was going to happen solo turning on the Usos but we don't talk to any of you anyways on to the dynamite card for tonight we have the Blackpool Combat Club taking on chaos of Rocky Romero Trent Beretta and Chucky T be a fun match they're gonna die they're gonna die Yeah, they're, they're going to die uh, we have Ricky Starks versus Jay White with Juice Robinson and FTR banned from ringside, but doesn't say nothing about El Fatasmo. I will be pushing this El Fatasmo agenda until it actually happens. Then for the, is this for the TBS Championship? Statlander versus Anna J is for the title, right? Mm, I believe so. TBS Championship match between Chris Statlander and Anna J. Then we have a Texas Tornado match between Jack Perry and Hook against Preston and Jalistico. They're going to get their ass kicked, but they're going to win. Also, we have an AEW International Championship match with your champion, Orange Cassidy, defending against Swerve Strickland. And... I will agree with you tonight. Swerve should fucking win this match. Yeah. And we'll hear from MJF as he's contractually obligated to be in Colorado. And Tony Khan will announce the first main event for Collision, which I think is Samoa Joe versus CM Punk. 
Okay. Everybody knows I, I'm a huge fan of TK's, but I'm getting a little tired of seeing him on the screen. Are we going to meet them there or ride with them? I don't know. What, what do you want to do? Are they Just already out and about? But yeah, the, the TK announcements, I think we need to cut them down a little bit now. Well, he's also trying to get people... I get he's promoting a new show, so I get that. That's why he's doing it, but no, I do agree. After this one, let's take a break for a couple of weeks. Then we can get back to announcing fun stuff again. Okay. No, they're not. What? They're not out and about. I mean, I still got to get dressed. Just tell them we'll meet them there then. But anywho, I got to go brush my teeth, get ready, because we're going to get dinner. So talk to you people later. Peace. Bye, peoples.